It's starting. We're starting off hot. We can get a, uh, yeah, I, a, I a two fools agree on that one. Oh, by the, the way, one. look, we got the wide shot. <laughs> there was, there was, you had accountability. Now, what I can now, all you need is a podcast and a YouTube channel. <laughs> no, no, not even. Where, where, give me the money. Show me, show me, show me the money. <laughs> Apparently there's a fool fool raid. <laughs> Shoot the J. Shoot it. <laughs> uh, live on Facebook.com Foolproof Entertainment Network. I need you on Twitter. I need you to, to repost the Facebook pages. To raise a human before I would <laughs> trust a human to raise a pack of wolves. <laughs> before I would trust a pack of humans to raise a wolf. Right. I hear you. Yo, yo, what up, fools? Welcome to another edition of Do Fools Agree. As always, I'm your host, Michael Reggie, here with my main man, Clifford Jordan Jennings. He's here. He's here. He's Cheers. here. Cheers. He made it. Cheers. Thank He's you for here. gracing us with your presence this week, Mr. Jennings. You know? <laughs> I know. You, you, you know? Sometimes I just get, uh, I get needy. You know, I like having a co-host for these things instead of trying to do it myself so listen <laughs> i'm here good to see you. I've got, i'm rocking the uh i like to call it the vintage do fools agree tea because it's been washed probably 10 times and it's fading listen, a little bit we've been, <laughs> we've been doing it long enough that that we have we vintage call teas. that vintage <laughs> right right mm-hmm. but just flip them inside out and you know you know it's a vintage one because this is actually still the branded true classic tea before I figured out that you could get them shits on bulk sale on JiffyShirts.com under mm-hmm. Next Level. <laughs> Listen. Much more cost effective. <laughs> I'm not mad. I'm not mad at you. you I'm, a, I'm more of a... Uh, I'm more of a middle shelf kind of guy anyway. Yeah, I'm with you. Especially when it comes to clothes, man. Like, I bought... so. I'm going to tell on myself a little bit here. I did a, like, headshot stuff for work the other day. Headshot and, stuff? Like model like model stuff? Like, like professional photography, yes. But I call myself like, modeling? Like, like, no. Like, but, the, like the shit that they frame and put in the hallway? Yeah, exactly, walking. exactly. Except in corporate America, it's what you put up when you're not on video. <laughs> And since I'm looking for a promotion, I need like I need something that looks a little more professional there. That was oh, the justification. That's your excuse. That's my excuse. And I did, and Cliff, you'll be proud of me because where did I where did I go to get get new clothes for this? I'll give know, you, you I'll I'll give you a hint. It's where we got the stuff for the wedding, buddy. KG <laughs> 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 Men's Superstore. Out there on uh, Morse Road, them dude. Uh-huh. 
I got a Calvin Klein, like this. It's not navy, but it's not like periwinkle or anything. It's like a, a solid blue sports jacket. It looks, oh, I look good, dude. I, I, like, I, like, I like how you tried to stumble over periwinkle. <laughs> <laughs> I like how you tried to slide that in there. I don't know. Um, that's blue? Periwinkle yeah. is blue? Periwinkle's okay. a blue. It's like a lighter, like a baby blue, I think. Right, right. Okay. So it's not quite, it's not that by any means, but it's not navy. Like, it's a little lighter. It's somewhere in between. I think of like a purple when I when I hear that. When you hear periwinkle? You might be right. Yeah. I have no fucking clue. <laughs> for like some a reason, pale purple per- or something. For some reason, periwinkle to me is like a pale blue. I don't know. I don't know. Maybe somebody in the chat will You might be <laughs> right. I don't know, but... I'm just saying when I think of it, I'm not saying I'm right. <laughs> when I hear when I hear the word, I think of a like a light purple. Yeah. I hear you. I hear you. This was a result. But how was, how a, was your week other than uh your fucking photo shoot? That was last Cindy Sunday. Cindy Crawford so. moment. <laughs> Dude, I don't know how I'm gonna make it to June or make it through June, but we'll get there. I am, uh, I'm burned out. Like, I texted my boss at, like, 4.30 today, and I sent her this note. I'm like, I can't decipher what this means, and I don't know if it's a big deal. Can you look at it and let me know what you think? Because I'm burned the fuck out. (laughs) Listen. That's how, that's, oh, oh, look. Pastel purple and light purple lavender. You were right on Periwinkle. Listen, I was wrong. Well done, sir. Listen. Well done. I know something right now and again, baby. <laughs> uh, oh, and the chat's back. Look at that. We're actually live after the last two or three weeks of live completely shitting out on us. So. Yeah, I don't know. My shit's on some weird shit. I tell you what. I mean, I ended up. That was part of the reason why I was on so early. I was, one, Andrew's at some concert. He's at the, uh, do you know AJR? No. So AJR is like this, I don't know. The best way I can describe them is they're like a pop, like a almost like a the new age boy band kind of shit. Uh-huh. And they got, they, got some, they got some decent hits. You probably would recognize a song or two from them. Right. But, right. like, I didn't know who they were. So he's at a concert right now, and, uh. Anyways, so I was up here early and I was just, you know, I was fucking around with stuff. If, if you can see the curtain behind me, you can no longer see the rod. I did that. And then I also unplugged everything and plugged it back in, which is why we were having technical issues right before the show. <laughs> I, didn't, I didn't notice. Oh, I mean, I didn't oh, notice the rod. I'm offended. <laughs> that was such a big deal to me because it's been annoying the shit out of me for the last, like, You know what's crazy? Six I was about to ask you did, you, did you just hang a curtain up or something? Right, right. Well, it's because now you can't see the rod. I just, I moved it up to the ceiling. The rod's on the ceiling now instead of, like, right behind me. It was right here. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> That's the only difference. But it means a lot to me because this looks a lot more professional than that other shit does. The nice thing about this setup, too, is... I can touch the ceiling right here. You like you can't see that I'm touching the ceiling, but I'm touching the ceiling because I'm in that little alcove. Right. <laughs> so I so feel like, like I'm all that? boxed you, in. I feel like I'm you, all boxed in. Nothing can get me. <laughs> you like sn- you like being snug and. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yep, I sure do. 
I know you're not laughing at me, Mr. Agoraphobia and wide open spaces. <laughs> it's not wide open spaces so much as... Vast emptiness. Yeah. Like your soul. Right. <laughs> oh, man. How was your week? I expect that question every week, right? Yeah, and you're never prepared for it, so it's okay. Never know how to come <laughs> at it. Um, I survived. You're still here. I'm, I'm still, still here. Around. I'm still standing. I'm still strong. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Antoine. <laughs> oh, shit. Yeah, uh-huh. All that. All that. Well, sir? No, nah, it was cool, though. I mean, I can't complain. Doing all right. Nah, I can't complain. All right. I could complain, but nobody fucking listens. I actually. Right. It's Friday the 13th. It by is. The way. It is Friday the 13th. And I'm surprised that didn't come up in our topic conversations. <laughs> so maybe we can, maybe we can spin off an inadvertent thought around that. What, uh, what superstitions do you have? You know, we're both, we're both former athletes. You still do a little bit. I still do a little bit, but. Any uh, any superstitions that you kind of keep in mind as you get into that stuff? I have, matter of fact, it's it's ironic that you asked that question because I have superstitions still to this day, right? And one of them did not come to fruition this morning, but it didn't necessarily affect my day. Okay, you know, yeah, like, but you you know, like when you think you break. Like, so like you brought it up, like in a term of athletics. And it's like, to me, if I don't get my superstition out, then automatically in my head, I'm thinking I can have a bad game. Like, yeah. I'm not going to have the game I'm used to having because I didn't get to do my little ritual beforehand. Yep. And I feel the same way when I, I do work, right? And one was, one of the rituals I have is I'll take different routes depending on how I feel. Okay, so you mean like like your morning trip to Speedway or like routes to where? <laughs> Definitely that, right? Definitely that. And that is actually the exact instance I'm speaking of, right? <laughs> How does so that know? Just to use that <laughs> as an example, but it's not even that. It'll be like to my family's house or to, you know, wherever yeah. I'm going. Like, depending on how I'm feeling, I'll take a specific route. I don't know why that is. It sounds weird. It does but... sound weird. My my choices on that are always logical. It's like I got stuck at a red light here, but I can make the right hand turn and still get to where I need to go. <laughs> no, no, no. Because sometimes I get like feelings. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Like you don't need to be on this street anyway, and turn you know <laughs> turn off. I think that's just part of growing up in the hood. <laughs> I feel no, like some shit's about know. to go down on this street. I gotta go. <laughs> and it's not even that, right? It's not even that. It's just, it's a feeling. It's almost like a, it's like a, a spider sense yeah. type shit. And I feel like this path feels uh -oh. more comfortable. <laughs> even that, since sometimes, but this path feels more comfortable to me. Yeah, you know what I mean. And I feel like I have to sink into my comfort. So to wrap up a boring story, <laughs> I was driving the speedway this morning and the street that I expected to turn down because I, my feelings, it's Friday. This is, you know, 
I'm ready to get the week over with so I take a different route. I feel like some are faster, some are slower because I want to draw out my day. Yeah. But it was a construction sign there. And it pushed me down to the next street, right? And I'm about to turn and everything, construction sign there. Okay. And oh, mind you, the next street was an alley. So now you push me all the way to where I'm at, where I have to turn. And I'm turning into traffic now. I'm not turning off of a a side street. So now I had to, it was a whole thing I had to, because I didn't want to wait at the light. Right. I get it. Because I was already inconvenienced and I'm frustrated. <laughs> so now, now I'm driving aggressive trying to get to where I got to go. Right. But even after that happened, I thought I'm about to have a bad day off this bullshit. But I sat down and I prayed about it. <laughs> it was that serious to me. And I ended up having a decent day at the end of the day. I can't complain. Well, I'm glad you had a decent day. That's good. You know? The the thing came up here, any bad luck today, that's coming out of the chat. And not necessarily bad luck, just to your point, kind of bad vibes or bad juju. Uh, I snapped at my team today. And so this the, the main Oh, project, you're the bad vibe. You're the oh, bad juju. Oh, I was. Juju. I was. And I was <laughs> irritated because... We got on this meeting, and I basically said, well, these are the four, like, big topics we have. And, like, I don't know if they were, like, joking or they were serious, but they were, like, I literally of the ten people on this call, six of them were like, well, what are they? Well, what are they? And I'm like, we have literally been talking about this shit for the last two weeks. If you don't know what it is, that's a fucking problem. And the entire call got quiet. (laughs) So, like, I don't know if they were just, like, having fun, poking fun, because I did one of my dramatic pauses or what, but I fucking snapped on them. <laughs> and I know how you can be, too, when you right, get irritated. Right, when I get irritated. You know. Trust me, you've seen it mainly with my son most of the time. Like, I feel like I'm a lot chiller than I used to be. Like, I've definitely mellowed, especially the last year. Like, the last year I have mellowed the fuck out because I don't think I'm carrying other stresses. But, right. <laughs> but you also know, like, I can get fucking intense when I have to or when I want to or when I lose it. <laughs> that was one of those moments I had to call uh, my right hand on that project and be like, I didn't mean to yell at you guys. I was just frustrated because we've literally been talking about the same well, you shit can't for just two call weeks. Yeah, call, yeah, you got to call everybody. Nah, nah. Everybody else can fucking deal with it. They're contractors. <laughs> this person's actually an employee. <laughs> That ain't right. No, I did. I had conversations with each of them throughout the day where I at least acknowledged, like, right. I'm sorry. But that one it I didn't even, like, I'm right. sorry. Nah, it ain't even that I'm sorry. It's just like, can y'all please just get on it? Well, yeah. And I mean, at the end of the day, this is a three year project that's in the last 45 days. Right. That this literally, is that literally, my career is hanging on. Like, I was put on this shit six months ago, and the expectation is that I can turn it around. And I've done a good job, but still, it's one of those things that it's like, no, I am, like, I've been laughy and jokey and jovial with y'all for the last six months. This is fucking go time. Let's go. <laughs> so to right. your point, it's like, we're at the finish line. We need to, we need to and finish I've heard, strong. And I, know, and I know you've had those meetings as well. 
Right. Man, fuck your job. <laughs> Help me get back on work. <laughs> right. You always do this. How we do this? <laughs> all right. All right. Cutting off of work. <laughs> you got any? <laughs> oh, did we even? Did we even? Did we even cover my inadvertent thought around Friday the Thirteenth and superstition? So yes, you talked about yours. Mine. Oh yeah, no, what's yours? I don't know that I call it a superstition, but like every season at the start of the season when I'm coaching. Although I guess it's kind of fallen off. Like up until two years ago. I would wear my college championship ring during games up until we hit the point where I could no longer achieve those same goals. So, like, my right, championship right, ring right, from college right, right. was an undefeated season, a league title, and a playoff win. And that was the only – that that's, that's, like, the one ritual I have. And then, obviously, like, like, any, like any good athlete – Wear the same shit every week. <laughs> right, right. But outside of that, I'm trying to think if I have any other, like, superstitions. I do do the gas thing where, like, the gas has to either be at, a like, a 50-cent increment or, or a zero increment. Like, it's either $25 flat or $24 or $24.50. Yeah, I know what you mean. I don't like, I don't like loose change on my gas. <laughs> And I don't know. I don't know. I don't know if that's a superstition or just OCD. Like I don't want to see an off number on my credit card statement. Well, fucking get Acorn, right? And, and save the change. Round that change up. Is that what that app is? I don't know. Is it? It feels like it I is. Thought, like you store a little bit every time. It should be if it's not. I feel like I had that in the cabinet trying to think if there's if there's any other anything else i would consider a superstition superstitions i don't think i no i don't don't know too many superstitions no and even the superstition i don't Like, I feel like what I have are more rituals than superstitions. Yeah, I get that. Like, not to sound all witchy, you know what I yeah. mean? But, like, a, something I have to prepare myself for the upcoming event. Yep. And I feel like that's more of a ritual than a superstition. Now, I do feel superstitious, like, I know that's not a feeling, but I do feel when I don't complete my ritual the same as somebody who's superstitious, who just broke a mirror or walked under a ladder. You know what I mean? I still have that same feeling when I don't complete it, but I wouldn't really say superstitions. I don't think. Nah, I'm with you. I'm with you. But yeah, I don't know. All right. Yeah. Nothing weird though. All right, hitting the chat real quick. Malcolm, fuck off. <laughs> Malcolm with the, uh, what are the big three, Mike? Uh, let's see what else we got here. Mike sleeps with a Snuggie every night. You know what, Malcolm? <laughs> you, got, you got the login credentials, young buck. Feel free to hop on. Uh, I'm the same on the gas. I do always do an even amount. See, Malcolm feels me. He's like, nah, but it's OCD. <laughs> all right, all right, you ain't wrong. <laughs> Uh, what about you? You got any inadvertence to get us going? 
Sorry, as I ask you, as I do, you're taking a sip. I do have it in it, Vert. What you got? So I was thinking the other day, like counselors and psychiatrists and all that. Uh-huh. And of course, you go to school for, you know, your degree in psychology and all, all that jazz, right? But I was thinking to myself, like, of course, someone could be more emotionally susceptible than someone that's gone to college for it. Okay. You know, like the question is that person who is more emotionally susceptible, are they as good in communication? You know what I mean? You learn other skills in college aside from recognizing. Then the textbook, like this person is displaying these symptoms. It's probably right, this. right, yeah. right. I and, don't see. Here's the thing. OK, sorry. Continue. Well, yeah, it brought me back to like almost like shaman shit, like back in the day, like they didn't they didn't have the textbooks to to know the words or the diagnoses of these but they knew yeah but it was oral history like that was a very big thing was for that to be passed down from one generation to the next by one shaman to the future shaman and you think they was calling this psycho schizophrenic uh, all of, you know what i'm no, saying no no like, i don't think i don't think it was technical like that but it, I, I guarantee you it was if a person is acting like this and doing these types of things, try this. You know what I mean? But I mean, we stray far from that regardless. Yeah. Like, no, because we, you know, we medicate everything. and Right. So to round out my inadvertent thought, I felt like. Not in every instance, you know what I'm saying? Not in every instance would I say this applies, but it got me thinking like, it's so many kids now that are going to college and, and not getting their shot in their field and all that. And I see that it's like, it's not trending upward at the moment for the cost that you pay. Oh no, and not at all. I, it got me thinking like at the end of the day though, it's really just like a, a cool kids club. You know what I mean? You got certified by the cool kids, so that means more. Yeah, it's, a, it's a piece of paper. I mean, ultimately, what I will say is that a college degree, and I think we've had this discussion on I think we had this with Matt not too long ago. Like, that piece of paper means less now than it did, like, right. in the, in now the 90s, in the 80s, in the 90s. Like, because, that's what I'm getting at. Yeah, no, I completely agree but with that. Continue, but yeah, no, that's what I was getting at. Not. I think you're actually starting to see it as less of a requirement for some jobs. Like, I, you know, I will, I will acknowledge that I grew up as like an educational elitist. Obviously, like my mom sent me. What's that mean? Meaning, like, my mom sent me to the best school in Central Ohio, at least in her mind. Right. I mean, it's where my dad wanted me to go, so I went to St. Charles. Um, even if it hadn't been St. Charles, it probably would have been like Columbus Academy or Bishop Hartley or one of those schools. In response to that, I went to a school like Carnegie Mellon for college. Now, 
as judgy as I've been about it in the past, my my sibling, whatever they're calling themselves today, whether it's Matt or Maddie, has decided or decided to go to Ohio State on scholarship. And like the money we had from when my dad passed, he still had a lot of it when he graduated. Right. I was tapped out. Like I actually had to take out a student loan for my last uh, year or semester. And so at the time, though, I had a lot easier time getting the job. Like I had two or three offers by the time I actually buckled down and like applied and did that kind of stuff. Right. He struggled for a while and ended up going like another round of school with like grad school and stuff. And what's funny to me is he took an entry level position in my field. Like, so he ended up in the same place, although he hasn't, he's not necessarily like moving the up the climbing the ladder the way I am. But again, that's not necessarily his MO either, but you know, his degree costs a lot less, but he's at the same kind of entry point that I was. So to your point, like, even for us growing up, I don't know that it mattered. Now, CMU gave me a few extra opportunities in terms of just the network and that kind of stuff, but that's what you're paying for is you're paying for the network. And at a smaller school like CMU, that can matter. At a big school like Ohio State, nobody fucking cares that you graduated from Ohio State. Like, right. guess what? It's the largest school in the country. A lot of fucking people graduate from it. That's <laughs> like, also, but that also speaks even more to the cool kids club. Yeah. You know, everybody goes, you know, if you get the diploma, you, you went to the cool kids club, but how cool was your club? I will tell you this. And it's funny because she came to me, I don't know, like three or four weeks ago. Uh, one of my, my right hand at work. So on my actual mm-hmm. team, not on the project team. And I'm, I'm basically prepping her for a promotion. Like when I move up, she's going to move up with me. Right. And she basically confided to me that, like, she was scared because she doesn't have a degree. She doesn't have those things. And I looked at her, and I'm like, if you don't think you're already doing this level of work, (laughs) like, I have not done a good enough job building you up. Because it's clear to me, like, she's outperforming anybody at basically the next level that she would be at. Like, she would go, from a ranking standpoint, she would go from, and we're back to work, she would go from achiever back up to <laughs> like she would still be an achiever at the next level. So it's like, okay, in my mind, this what you learn from college is or what you get from that piece of paper is you show that you have the ability to learn and that you have right. the ability to follow rules and meet other people's expectations for how you're going to deliver. That yeah. makes you. I mean, very yeah, you get much, so much more than just you know. Yeah. But but that's what it is. That's what it comes down to. Club. Yeah, is that it shows that you can fit into a. I mean, for lack of a better term, it shows you can fit into a corporate culture and be successful. Which is right. also why, like, I'm not. I probably will not push on college as much as my parents did, because like you can get there. It's all about your work ethic. It doesn't have anything to do with whether you go to school or not. It has to do with your I mean, in my mind it has to do with work ethic and opportunity. And at this point, if I'm being honest, I I look I, I hate to even continue speaking on this, but I look at it as this is the point where your opponent is punching. Yeah. As far as as far as these young kids coming up today, it's not like you can 
you don't even want to get a trade so much just yet, right? Right. Because we don't know where we're going to be by the time you get out of high school or whatever the case may be. So why I say it's almost like your opponent is throwing a punch because you have to wait at this moment. Like, I don't feel like you can commit unless you're going to be a doctor, which is still kind of scary when you know how close they are with machines. Yeah. It's like shit. Like a lot of these fields are at the point of where it's like, you can go into it, but by the time you get done with it, you don't know that it's not going to be a computer taking your spot. No, no doubt. No doubt. Well, and that's where I come back to, I think we talked about it, last, or again, when Matt was here around like tra- the trades in general. Like, the need for them in the big, like, super scale efforts is probably going to continue to decrease. And that you can start to replace with more and more machines because that's where it's going to be cost-effective to use machines. Where it's not cost-effective is still those smaller-scale things. And it comes down to you either hire somebody to do it or you become a DIYer or DIYer and it's whether or not you have the patience for it. Like, I know that drywall is not that hard. I know, no, not at all. I know that I could, like... I can do it. Do I want to like spend the time, effort, energy to like That's, rip everything right. out and put it in the dumpster? No. <laughs> so, well, I mean, it, I guess it all depends, you know. It all depends. Yeah. But at the same time, you are absolutely right, like shit like that you'll never be able to have a machine do it unless you're 3d printing and they're right. just locking it into place right well and i think that that's they've shown concepts of that actually working oh really yeah like i've seen prefabricated homes that are basically that where a 3d right like a 3d a giant 3d printer builds them but that's interesting. I'll, I'll come back to like my profession, like project management. Yes, there are certifications for project management. And yes, there's a methodology to doing things and all that jazz. I've gotten one certification in my life for project management. And I got it as a joke more than anything because they were, because all they wanted was they moved me into this role. And then they were like, it'd be really good if you had this certification to show that you're qualified for it. And I'm like, fine like i'll go get the certification but it didn't mean anything and i let it lapse within a year like i'm like i don't care fuck Either that I can certification or not fuck that certification it fuck all, your job it all comes down fuck to experience. my job <laughs> fuck these jobs well you're the one that brought it this way this one was your fault <laughs> fuck did i do cap- that yes you did Oh my god, do it. That. Fuck your couch, nigga. <laughs> <laughs> oh god, do it. Where we at? Uh... I had sex with you. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh. That motherfucker's stupid. Um... What was he talking about? Not work? Not work. Not work. Uh, let's see. 
I just finished something. What did I just finish? You're not a This Is Us fan. This Is Us. It's been very emotionally damaging. Um, I don't even know what that is. Uh, it's an NBC. It's a network TV show. Oh, okay. Uh, let's see. Man, I don't know. I've been playing uh, Elix 2. Remember that? I don't know nothing about that. It's another RPG game. It's eh, like it uh, uh, It's got a little of like a Mass Effect vibe or like a Skyrim vibe to it. But it's one of the it's it's kind of a lesser title. Like the first uh, one you didn't know do what? Well. No, I don't know nothing about that. But you know what? I have uh, been playing that with the first one, the Spider Man. Oh yeah. I've been playing that Spider-Man, and that's actually a good fucking game. Wait, on PlayStation? Yeah. Did you get a PlayStation? I didn't get a PlayStation. (laughs) I didn't get a PlayStation. Uh Uh-huh. All right. But Malcolm got a PlayStation 5. Oh, did he? And he plays 2K, so he... Basically, like a game share situation. He brought me his PlayStation Four, okay, so I can play, play with the him. 2K on. He bought right, gotcha. And he still got a couple games on there. Other ones is like Dragon Ball Z and shit, and I don't know nothing about that. I don't think I could <laughs> ever really get into that like that. But that Spider Man, and you know, I talk shit about Spider Man. Oh no, I like know Spider Man. That is not my. But it is like superhero. It is like the game for PlayStation based on what I've heard. But to play it, like to play it though. Yeah. Man. You swinging through the city and shit. I'm not going to lie. The first time I didn't plan on playing it like that. I just turned it on. I swear I was on it for about four hours straight. Ooh, all right. I was on it for about four hours straight. It had me hooked. But what it did do is beyond that, because, you know, I don't really even get into shit like that. But the fact that I do have a PlayStation in my hands, it made me want to get that God of War. War. (laughs) How do I know that? You know, that's my, that's where, man, it made me want to get that. And I'm still thinking about it. I mean, I feel like that's older. Like, is there a new one out or are you talking like some of the older ones? Any of them, I, yeah. I mean, it's, I haven't had a PlayStation in decades, so. Right. Well, that's what I'm saying. Like, there, it's got to be available somewhere for cheap. Right. <coughs> oh, no, I'm not paying $60 for it. Hell no. No, I'm not doing that. But I, I need a God of War. I need to see what that's about. Yeah. But at the same time, I well, at least recently, I haven't had time. Yeah. No, I get that. And I've been telling... helping my my stepdad. He's uh, renovating the house. I've been helping him with that. So as soon as I get off work, I'm straight over there. Yeah. Well, when I can, when I'm not podcasting and shit. Right. No, I'm I'm with you. Like I, <laughs> it's funny. The last two nights, like I intended to like sit down and game, and I was either texting people or I don't know nonsense. No, I did. I did for a little bit. I did for about a. From me getting off to doing the podcast, I did for a little. Yeah. But that was really like all I did for the week. No, I get it. Well, it's tough too. Like, 
I don't know. On nights where I've got a reg, it's usually I go pick him up from school at about three o'clock, and then I'm still working till five thirty six. And so by the time I'm done, it's like either he and I are doing something, or we're taking the dog to the dog park, and then it's like, all right, well it's time to start bedtime routine, and then it's nine o'clock, and I'm like, I might do something for an hour. So usually it's I pop something on TV and just kind of like flip through my phone or text or whatever. And then I'm ready for bed, man. Getting old. <laughs> right. <laughs> but. All right. Well, you got anything else or you want to get into the main topic? Nah, let's get into it. All right. You want to kick it off? Kind of talk through your mindset on this one. Talking about yep. innovating entertainment. Yeah, man. So, basically, I mean, the reason that I guess the shit that got me thinking about it, right, is just watching, like, all the little new quicks that they put out on YouTube and TikTok and Instagram and all that. Like, you can't get rid of them because even when you're scripting, scrolling through Facebook, like pop up. it'll just like and it's like I don't even know these motherfuckers, but you put it on my feed, so I'm gonna watch it because <laughs> I'm that kind of motherfucker. <laughs> Excuse me, but I I watch it and I'm like everything is just so choreographed, like even the. Like the bet, I think the example I gave when I told you was the the people do amazing things videos yeah. that you used to be able to look up back in the day, and it would be like the the most wildest shit caught on camera, and it's like now motherfuckers is staging it right to the point that it's like everything's weird is what I'm getting at. So beyond that. I'm wondering where we go from here because we know like it's a cycle we we but it's not like we go 180 in a hundred net you know what I'm saying so we go from here to somewhere else and my next thought was that VR shit like you're selling real estate in yeah, the VR in and all that. Right, that that's what I meant. The metaverse. Yeah. So that means that leads me to believe that you're gonna make the metaverse like this reality. So a couple of a couple of things, and I'll give you kind of my take, um, just kind of building on to what you said. Right. So we saw in the late '90s, early 2000s, during it was a big like produced TV writer strike. Which gave rise to what? Gave rise to reality television. Oh, right, right, right. Oh, right. Yeah, no, I know exactly what you're talking about. You right. And it was in, like, the only reason I remember it, and I remember it was about, I think it was the late, two, or the mid to early 2000s, was, because it was, like, during 24. 24 didn't come out for a year or some shit. And with that, the reason they went to that route was because... There were no writers. So what could you do? Content, you could, you could right. produce reality television. And I'm not going to say that early reality television was any different than what it is now, but we know where kind of reality television went. It became right. overproduced. While not scripted, 
they are pushed in a certain direction to make for better content. Right. Similarly, about the same time, 2004, 2005, we saw the advent of what? Facebook. Oh, uh, okay. So I'm following. we started building, uh, at the time the concept was called Web 2.0. And the idea was that this was the next version of the internet and we were going to all be connected and all this great stuff. And you were going to get the long tail effect. You were going to be able to find whatever you wanted to find on the internet, find like-minded communities, all that shit. Right. What actually happened, and we've talked about this, we talked about this about this time last year with the, the 2020s conversation. We gave people a venue to curate their lives and to give the picture of what they wanted their lives to be, not what their lives actually were. Okay. Reality TV followed a similar script. It is posed in these quote-unquote realistic situations, which are completely unrealistic for the most part, but they're being guided behind the scenes to make it look like it's real. Right. So in my mind, the next evolution of that, and you kind of hinted at it with starting to talk about VR... The next, the next evolution of that is, like, choose-your-own-adventure type shit. Or it's straight-up VR. You're on the holodeck like Star Trek. Well, where see, you can live whatever life you want, and then you're in the whole uh, Oasis thing from, like, Ready Player One. Well, see, it's funny you <laughs> say that, right? Because I feel like it's the opposite. I feel, like, I feel like you set me up perfectly, though, right? With you saying, like, they the writers quit right so yep. that gave rise to reality tv so inadvertently what that also did was it killed imagination yeah and the fact that we are now currently imaginationless when they make a vr they make it exactly like the like reality, reality that we're living in right so it almost makes me feel like we're going to get to the point where you can put on your virtual reality glasses and slip into that metaverse. And you might catch a ticket for breaking somebody's window. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like they brought they bought this property and you just broke their window in digital, the VR. You get charged for digital vandalism. Right. You you feel what I'm saying? And it's like, well, where well, where is the where is the. I mean, to put it very simply, where's the difference? Yeah. How am I escaping this reality by going in here if I can catch a ticket on the <laughs> real world for throwing a rock through your window? Right. Well, and that's kind of... Now, if that rock is uh, wrapped in tape and it says nigger, you know what I mean? I get it. But <laughs> if it's just like some bullshit, oh, well, nigga, press restart and re-upload your house. Right. Oh, well. No, and it's interesting. So they get into that a little bit in Ready Player One with the Oasis. But where the Oasis ends up is, like, it's not quite, it's not reality, but there's still digital real estate. So basically there's, like, any any pop, pop culture reference of the last 30 years you can basically go live that story or live on that planet or live in that version of reality. Uh, I see. I think I see what you're saying. 
So like there's there's a uh, I'm trying to remember. I've been some saying of the I was gonna watch that movie for how long now? Forever. And see so you would you <laughs> I'm telling you, man, you would you would like it. Like it's funny, I actually just introduced uh Andrew to it like a week or two ago. And he's fucking obsessed with it. <laughs> nah, it's been at least a year and a half I've been saying I was gonna watch that movie and I ain't watched it. HBO Max, bro. Ready player one, okay. <laughs> but like and it's funny because at that point in the future, people like the the planet is doomed, like the world's falling apart in real life, right. so everybody escapes to the oasis, which I actually think is probably not that far off from where we're heading. Uh, wait, wait, <laughs> the oasis is a real place. Well, the oasis is the metaverse, basically. So wait, the world's doomed. We'll throw on VR goggles that doesn't stop us from dying. It's not like we live through in the VR. It's not like the VR keeps going after we're done. No, absolutely. The, but when I say the world's doomed, it's basically like it's overpopulated. It's funny. It's actually uh, the primary real world location in Ready Player One is Columbus, Ohio. Because oh, that's, really? that's the home of where uh, the company that founded the Oasis was headquartered. That's the home of... <laughs> overpopulation Uh uh-huh so basically there's these like people live in literally these trailers that are stacked on top of each other and they call it the stacks and it's basically like the the future state version of the projects right (laughs) right right (laughs) anyways so yeah like the the world basically sucks at that point it's overpopulated, resources are low, and people, like, rather than deal with the actual issues, like, escape to this fantasy reality in VR. When did this come out? Uh, probably three years ago, and I think uh, Ernest Climbing read, wrote the book in, I That's know, what I, I would say, like, 2015. It's relatively recent. Okay. I can't see that being the case, though. Like, in real life, I can't see that ever happening. 2011 is when he uh, when it was released as a book. Yeah, regardless, I can't see that ever happening. Just for number one, the government ain't going to issue every motherfucker a headset. No, but you say that and 20 years ago, you would have said the same thing about cell phones. Not everybody's going to be able to afford a cell phone. Right. Like, 20, 30 years ago. I mean, I see, yeah, that's a good point. I mean, here's the thing, is the cost of production of shit like that is going to continue to decrease. Part of the reason why it hasn't caught on is that you're still charging 450, 500 bucks for just the headset, let alone, like, getting into haptic technology, which is, you know, like the... Listen, let me explain something to you. You can explain all you want to me. Listen, white folks. Black is folks getting got robbed. cell phones too, bruh. Listen, white folks is getting robbed right now out in LA for nothing. They got something <laughs> called they got something called uh uh what they call it? Fuck. It was like vacationing, but you're vacationing to steal. Mm. People are coming over from other countries just to rob motherfuckers in LA. If they find out that motherfuckers is putting headsets on and laying down in a bed and getting into the metaverse. 
you better have a very good alarm system. And oh, no doubt. Be hooked to your VR headset. You hear what I'm saying? No, no doubt. Well, be like these motherfuckers get in the metaverse five o'clock every time and they be in that bitch till 12. Well, and to be going in there and to be clear, though, that's that's kind of the principle of the book is you nobody has anything worth stealing in the physical world. Like their investments, their possessions are all in this digital reality. I feel like that's what everybody fighting for at the moment is possessions. Yeah. So unless possessions just get struck from the books, which it'll never be, I don't think that we'll ever see that either. I mm, I don't know. There's man. gonna be certain people that are gonna be like, "Man, you got me fucked up. Fuck that VR headset. It's not happening." Yeah. And then the ones that are like, "Nah, I'm with the VR headset." They're going to be looking over their shoulder like, oh, shit, I hope nothing that Because, listen, anybody that got a VR knows, even without putting on headphones, that VR will drown out your noise. Oh, yeah, it does. It does. And that's before you start thinking about the fact that eventually they're going to integrate it with something like Bose and no- noise canceling and all that shit. Not to listen. mention eventually getting to the point where you are in either a haptic suit or a chair or something that like keeps you moving, Mm -hmm. but you're centralized. You're in one location. Like that's the thing with ready player one. I think like everybody has like an omni directional treadmill where like you can run, change directions, run, and it changes with you. Right. And just to be stuck in that, But again, if you're investing all your time there and you don't have worldly possessions because all your possessions are digital, you're not worth robbing. What year was this that this took place? Uh, Ooh, I want to say like... 3025? No, like 2035. Nah, that ain't gonna happen. Like 20 years from now. You say that, dude, but this time, or let's say 20 years ago, only way that happens would have been weird some sort of great war that wipes out everybody's shit see you say that you say that 20 years ago you wouldn't have imagined that everybody would be like this all the time you wouldn't have but they are correct you can't go anywhere with somebody like not having half the people in the place be on their fucking phones I mean, I'm guilty of at times. Like, I, I specifically put my phone away when I'm hanging out with my kiddo because I know that I can get caught in that world. I'm the opposite. I'm the opposite, Bill. Yeah. I, I don't even look at my phone when I get off work. No, I know, because you never answer when I call you, so. I'm not. It's, <laughs> it's never on ring. It's always on silent, and I'm not looking at it if I have free time. No, I get that. Well, and I, I mean, I think the difference is, is, well, no, I think you and I are just different in that regard. Just from a, I think you have folks over at your place more than I do. No, not so much anymore. Not as much anymore. But, I mean, I say that, well, it works either way, whether I'm by myself or I'm with someone. It, my phone is the last thing I'm thinking about. Now, see, I'm Even on... if it goes off, I know it's probably not. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I'm on mine more when I can't be doing something else. Like, I'm not can't be, but, like, when it's that. I know what you mean. That watching TV or playing video games, like, I'm just as likely to be on my phone as I am watching TV. Yeah, no, my my 
prime phone time is 3 a.m. 2, 3 a.m. when I wake up in the middle of the night and I can't go back to sleep. I'm just on the phone scrolling. Yeah. Looking through shit. Yeah. I mean, throughout the day, especially because I do the sports podcast, I take notes and shit, but that's quick shit. Like, oh, I just saw something that might be interesting. Let me jot that down. No, but I get I'm that. not. Well, I'm not a big phone guy. So since we're talking about the metaverse, someone threw in the chat. Uh, so did you guys read that goofy article on Vice about women getting sexually harassed in the metaverse? I, I did think, see that. I think one woman says she was gang raped. But like, I, I, like how I did I heard that as well. I heard that as well. I wonder if I don't know. I, I, wonder I, if I imagined arrested it, and charged for it. <laughs> I imagined it like the Call of Duty shit, like when somebody kills you and they like drop their ball. Yeah, like they tea back. You know what I'm saying? It was probably some shit like that because I highly doubt that 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 the powers that be have developed the technology for rape to happen in the metaverse. Well. I mean, the theory is you can do whatever you want. Now it's all like computerized at this point, but at some point, again, going back to VR and going back to haptics and like, yeah, in that situation, you would be able to take your goggles off or take your suit off or whatever and like disconnect. But I'm sure it's still emotionally traumatizing. Right. I know there's going to be in it's, I mean, that's, I mean, who would be doing that anyway, right? But uh, it's going to happen. Right. Right. It's going to happen and it's going to be an issue. It's just like. Well, yeah, because if you put a bunch of dudes on technology, chances are at least 60% of them are going to be assholes about it. We're going to play it like GTA. <laughs> right. We're going to play it like GTA. We're going to grab the one that looks like a hooker, take her in the car, get our health back, and <laughs> move on to the next one. <laughs> That was a good that listen. <laughs> Cheers. That was that was a good one there. That was a perfect listen. So I but think, regard Go ahead. Go ahead. All right, no, what I was gonna say is I think we strayed a little away from the topic and got just strictly into the talking about the metaverse more than the innovation of entertainment. Well, I think, well, I but, no, no, what I do think we should jump back, but I think that that's where we're headed, though. No, I agree. And I think that what's interesting is you've seen, you've seen video games more, become more ubiquitous. Not that everybody plays them, but you've seen a wider audience. Do we get to a point where, again, I'll go back to like Star Trek and the holodeck. Do we get to the point where VR and, like, physically playing a story where you're the main character, or even if you're a side character, because I think there, that would be interesting in some regards, too. Like, can you change the plot? Uh, does that become the primary form of entertainment, of storytelling? Moving away from video or from movies and TV to, like, interactive storytelling? Now... Now we're getting to what we talked about. Was it last week or the week before last? We were talking about the simulation theory. And I yeah. said one of the one of the things that would lead me to believe that we're closer to confirming we are is if you start having your player speak with you. Yeah. You know, and I mean, you see little, you know, 
uh, what do you call it? Data encrypted shit that happens where you don't play so long and it is like send you a message and say, hey, like, hey, I ain't seen you. What's going on? But when you have your player start speaking with you. Yeah. I well, feel like that's where it's like. I mean, did you ever watch Westworld? No, I don't know anything about that either. So Westworld's another one that I think the first two seasons would intrigue you and you'd like vomit on it by the third season. But Westworld was the idea that it was a physical place. It wasn't uh, it wasn't virtual reality. But it was androids that were programmed to act and behave human where you could actually go live these things out. Ooh, that's interesting. And the idea was that you could like basically go to the Wild West and like live like a somebody in the Wild West, whether it was a gangster or anything else you wanted to be. But you were like a robot that... No, you're there physically, but all of the quote-unquote non-player characters are all androids. But you can re- interact with them however you want. Like, yes, rape is a thing in Westworld. Like, you could take the... the, the bartender or whatever the the female that was serving can they kill you like if you was in like a duel like a that's one of the protocols is they can shoot you but they can't kill you so like you could be be injured but you couldn't die that's weak well but the idea is that you don't you don't want to kill your customers right you want them to come back and actually well they don't necessarily Actually, I take that back. I think that was one of the prime rules for the androids was they couldn't harm anyone, and that's the whole plot is eventually the androids become self-aware and they realize they're being basically fucked over and over again, and they gain sentience and figure out how to fight back. Like, that's Mm. the That might be interesting. I would root for the androids. Yeah, I figured you would. (laughs) I would root for the fucking androids. You just going to rape well, me and it, do all that to me, and then you think I'm not going to eventually build up animosity? Yep, and eventually, like, that's exactly what happens. I'm rooting for them. <laughs> I mean, I've been said, listen, you know the, the script. Right. You know the script. So that's the other side of it. But when I think about the whole choose-your-own-adventure thing, maybe that's an interim step. I mean, we saw it a little bit with, like, Netflix and Bird Box. Like, I feel like Yeah, Netflix I enjoyed that, done, too. Yeah, and I feel like Netflix has done it in a couple of ways. I guess my question is, could you ever take that out of home? Like, could you do that in a theater where, like, the choice pops up on screen and everybody yeah. has to text in and say, all right, we're all, we're picking this one, and then it's a vote, and whichever side gets more votes. That's becomes, interesting. Uh, and then by the time it gets to video or gets to streaming, you can do whatever you want when you get it in your own house. But if it's released right. in theaters first, like it may be different every time you go based on like what the crowd is like that night. Right, right. That's I like that. Right. But again, that gives us a new avenue for storytelling. Like think about I'm sure there are countless examples of where you would love to see like an alternate ending or what if the character did this instead but it limits the directors because very few would be able to pull that off you have to you. you have to not only direct your movie 
but you have to like how they do post cuts yeah. like you have to do that for every situation that could happen every opportunity that they well, can take here's the thing though like i think about it what you do is you hire somebody from something like telltale games where you've got that like quick interaction where like you have to make a choice in whatever number of seconds and I know exactly what you you're saying. Cut, so I mean, you cut it down it be, to you cut it down to maybe five, four or five key decisions in a two-hour movie, or you cut it down to maybe it's five to ten in a two-hour movie. So I don't know. Maybe I'm thinking like a video game. Yeah. So if you do four to five within a ten-hour movie, you still have four buttons that you could select, which means that they would have twenty options that they would have to record. Right along with the base of the movie. Yeah. I mean, but now that I, I say it out loud, it doesn't seem that not doable. I'm sure they do that anyway. Right, right. That's why you get And they just don't scenes. put it out. That's why you get post-credits. Like, that's why you get right. some of that stuff. Now, do I think that, you know, outside of maybe clue have we ever seen that on like a movie theater scale where there were alternate endings that were in the theater but there was no that interaction it was all luck based on like what cut the theater was showing that that would be hot now you just said that y'all think you hitting on some shit now that would be hot right there because when you say clue i think of the old 1970s joint right so that's you could the clue do i think of but that would be hot if you did a clue in that bird box. It wasn't bird box, was it? I think so. It was something like that. I remember what it was. The little boy who, well, he wasn't a little boy, but he was building his own video game. Something like that. And you got to choose if you was going to save your mom or save your dad. Or something like I don't that. Know. At the I, end. To be frank, like I never went back and did it. I've done other ones with like my um so there's like a Bear Girls one on Netflix. It's like him out in the wilds. And you oh, get really? to, you, you get can... you can make the choice for him. Like there's three or four options every episode. Ooh, I might need you to send me that. Yeah, that's another Netflix one. Andrew was yeah, into him that... for a while, but yeah. And the yeah. thing is, is like you can make a decision where he ends up having to bail out, where like he has to call for help to come get him. Right, right. So I think the choose your own adventure is probably the other lane we could look at for entertainment. Now to the point, eh, maybe not. Like I'm, I'm thinking it's probably cost prohibitive in some regards right now, depending on the kind of movie. But there's other kinds of movies where you could do that kind of storytelling and the if you don't have a lot of post-production it would still be I mean it would still I would imagine the cost is still manageable it's more just like what are your you almost have to like build out the tree of alright so the movie starts here and then it can veer off and then it can veer off again and then it can veer off again like it's just at what point does that become unwieldy or do branches connect and like even if you don't make a certain decision, do they still come back together in some But choices? I don't feel like you should you can do that. Like I don't feel like you can have the same ending for multiple decisions. I mean that's where it gets kind of weak. Maybe maybe 
one, maybe one lane could lead to the other. Yeah. But when you're trying to cut costs, that's where I say only certain directors can do no, it. No, I agree because with you. That's, that's where it's like... But then again, it comes to limiting the number of choices. So those are your options. You either have things that come back together unnaturally or you've got kind of infinite options. I don't know. But I do think that you're on to something. I think that that would be the easiest, the easiest progression currently. Yeah. And I immediately go to the Telltale games because, like, in a lot of ways... No matter what choice you make, you still end up with, like, roughly the same ending. It's just, like, your emotional journey to get there. Right. Like, I go back to... I think I've talked about this with Star Wars. Like, people were upset about The Last Jedi because Luke Skywalker went off and became a hermit and basically cut himself off from the Force, and we never got to see the badass Luke Skywalker that we wanted to see basically after Return of the Jedi. Like, this dude's a Jedi Master now. He should be able to do all this cool shit. And he didn't he turn evil, too? Luke didn't. Well, he kind of does during Return of the Jedi, in my mind. Okay, okay. Then that's what I'm thinking of, man. But my point of view is you can fix all of that with a video game. Right, right, right. You can fix that with a video game where you can play Luke Skywalker however the fuck you want to play him. And then it gets to the scene that they talk about in Last Jedi where, like, he basically tries to strike down Kylo Ren before he becomes Kylo Ren. When he's still Ben Solo and he's like, I sense the dark side in him, blah, blah, blah. Like, you could tell an entire story, have Luke Skywalker be whoever the fuck you want Luke Skywalker to be through these five or six different journeys and still end up at the Jedi Temple where that went down with Kylo. And the scene can play out the same way. But you as the player now have your own story as to why it got to that point. Because it's more about the why, not the what, in that scenario. No, I understand. I understand exactly what you're saying. And I feel like in that, in that, you're kind of mixing, you're mixing the two. You know? Like you're mixing the game and the movie. Movie, yep. And I feel like the only way to properly do that would be if we were to, it would be Pixar to us. Yeah. Now, my thing is I want it to be a movie, though. You know, like you want to be manipulating real people. Right. No, I know that sounds weird, you know, but it is, it's the truth. Yeah. Even in a, like a, a weird way about us as human beings, we want to manipulate the real people, not the not the not the, the video game the character, video game. right? Well, right. And I would say like it's interesting. I think where you can pilot this whole thing, and I feel like they tried to do it. Like, wasn't Quantum Realm like one of the first games for Xbox One? Isn't that what it tried to do? Was like bridge the gap? Like you had cutscenes that happened that were straight up movies. It was basically a TV show. Quantum Realm. Oh, wait. It was something like that. Um, I don't remember for sure what it was called, but it was like one of the first games that came out with Xbox One. And honestly, I feel like that game was ahead of its time because it tried to do what you're talking about, which is you can play the game in between, but it influences like which episode of the TV show you see or how those episodes are done. I'm following. I I think I, yeah. So, what I'm saying is, 
can you do something like the Telltale games where, to your point, like you've got decision points where you've got four options, but instead of it being like the comic book art style, it's just live action. Well, they did that with, they did that, I mean, they did that with L.A. Noir. Yeah, exactly. But so those are I the mean, styles. Of I'm games more that so I'm thinking. About. I'm more so thinking what you're saying from like a, I'm at a movie standpoint. We're at the movies, and the movie says if you want to interact, uh, dial star yep. three four five to tap in, and well, then probably, you can respond. It's probably an app that like once the movie it's synced up with the movie right, star, right. and you can click and vote. Like as the movie goes, because everybody right. has their fucking phones out at the movie, anyways. Mm-hmm. Assholes. <laughs> but this would give them a reason to. <laughs> it doesn't bother me though. I mean, I don't really. It doesn't bother me if it's behind me. If it's in the seat in front right, of me, I don't right like yet. it. <laughs> I don't know about the seat in front of me. I'm thinking more so right next. Well, fair. All right. I don't disagree. Seat in front of me, you're lower. I'm not really paying attention. Your seat goes high enough that I'm not worried about your phone. Depends what theater you're in, but yeah. But right next to me, I'm like, damn, my nigga, like, (laughs) you the new black. You you talking through the movie. Dude, I I will do you one better. Andrew and I went to go see Sonic 2 in theaters. This woman at the end of our row handed her daughter an iPad and let her daughter watch another show on the fucking iPad during the movie. Full volume. <laughs> I, oh, she didn't even have headphones or nothing. No. And I almost like I almost went and yelled at this poor little Mexican woman. I'm like, are you fucking serious right now? <laughs> Yeah, if she was white, you should have yelled at her. Cause... If she was Mexican, I felt like I couldn't. <laughs> you can't. You can't. You can't. Right, right. You could have. I could not. <laughs> I probably could have said something, but I couldn't have yelled at her. They still would have been like, ma'am, are you okay? <laughs> okay, okay. It's okay. It's okay. <laughs> it's stupid. That is still one of my favorite videos of all time. That's just, that. well... That cartel video where they're where they pull oh, over the yeah. two gay dudes. It's okay. It's okay. Man, I, I swear. <laughs> and I feel and it's crazy because I feel so much comfort from them when they do that. Like it's it's, okay. it's crazy how they handled that so much better, better than, than I see so many <laughs> police, police officers. interact. Just a ticket. Just a regular speeding ticket. They they pulled up with straps. It handled it better. Right. <laughs> that's crazy. I'll, listen, that's all I'm going to say. All right, we got about uh, 10, 15 minutes, and then uh, we got to take a break, all right? Yep, no, you cool. All right. My G coming home? Yes, he is. See how the concert went. I'm going to try to get him into bed quickly. We'll see how that goes. I'm the... I ain't going to say that. <laughs> I ain't gonna say that. No. Alright. <laughs> we'll move on. So what other what other innovative entertainment ideas? Like actually kind of circling back to how we got to this point. Do we have professional wrestling to blame for this? A quote unquote sport 
that was billed as a sport for a very long time that was always produced and scripted behind the scenes. Like, was that the first example of, like, reality television going scripted and produced? I think you are absolutely correct. I think think what happened was what wrestling did was split everybody down the middle, right? Because as a kid, you just grow up and you're like, it has to be real, right. you know. Like, look you at can't the fake shit that. that. <laughs> he got kicked in the face. But then, when you get old enough to realize, you either have the people that stick with it for the entertainment. Yep. And then the other ones split off and say, "No, I feel disrespected." Right. I'm gonna. Wa- I'm only watching MMA <laughs> or boxing or. And yeah. there, there's a lot of people that feel that way. Because I, I feel kind of disrespected. Like, it's like, like, don't stop your flow. No, not at all. Am I saying stop? Right. Get your money. Yeah, no doubt. Well, but that's all they care about now is the money. This product is trash. See, I wouldn't know. I wouldn't know. But it's like, damn, like, I. that's why I respected Brock, Brock Lesnar so much. Yeah. Because he was one of them motherfuckers that was from West wrestling, and he was like, wait a minute. I know I got what it takes to do that. Do it for real. And yeah. he really did it. Oh, no doubt. Now, I will say his first match against, uh, maybe it wasn't his first Frank match. Frank Mir. But yeah, where Frank Mir caught him in that weak-ass ankle lock. His first, that was his first uh, his championship first match. That's what I thought. I didn't think it was yeah. his first match, but it was his first title fight. That was his first championship match. And, like, he's literally beating the shit out of Frank Mir and standing next to him, and he doesn't know what to do. And mm-hmm. Frank just grabs the ankle and rolls it. Like, yeah. <laughs> and he already had bad knees. Right, right. But then, see that thing. But the and then second he murdered one, Frank Mir the second time, if I recall. Oh my gosh! He, <laughs> he ran through him like a steamroller. Beat the and that's that's the sign of a good fighter, though. I'll make adjustments. You got me that first time, but I'll make adjustments, and you're gonna have to now fight the guy that made adjustments. Yep. You're not seeing the same guy that stepped in there the first time. No. Well, That's no. why I respect him so much. You came from wrestling, and let me be honest. Well, to be clear, he came from collegiate wrestling first. The dude, no, the that. dude is yeah. a legit like two or three yeah, time that. national champion heavyweight in the NCAA. I knew that. Yeah. So while yes, he went to pro wrestling, like he did originate in fight sports and right. was a collegiate wrestler at heavyweight. I don't really consider that fight sports, though, if I'm being honest. I consider that endurance sports. I hear you. I, I think it still falls into combat sport, but I I hear what you're saying. Like I, I understand your the delineation you're making, but Right. I've got and the only and, and for the people out there that don't understand where I'm coming from when I say that, because I do respect wrestling. Don't get me wrong. Yeah. But endurance is what beats you. Yeah. You know what I mean? If you can't endure the strength of the other person, that's what beats you. But when I think of fight sports, it's beyond endurance because you still have to endure the strength of the other person. But you also have to endure the the damage yeah. of what comes with 
throwing, receiving, all of that. Well, and that that breaks a lot of. I know a lot of people that got a lot of endurance, but your heart when you take one too many. Well, the only thing that I'll argue there is that wrestling and takedowns, like, you do have to have that physical ability to endure, which I think is what you're getting at. No, I understand what you're saying, but I'm saying there's a difference between an endurance of feeling defeated, being taken down, and an endurance of this man is beating the shit out of like black eyes, my head is pounding. I can't take too many more of these blows. Yeah, that's, that's a different like, kind of endurance. That's more like the O and D line <laughs> to some extent. So you would consider football more of a combat sport than wrestling? Definitely. Okay. Definitely. All right, I respect it. Because you're leading, you're <laughs> leading with extremities, right? Right. Mainly being head and neck. Yep. And I'm not saying you don't in wrestling. I'm just saying you can't put a somebody in a guillotine in wrestling because they led with their head and neck. Right. Although you get punished. Punishment is the word I was looking for. You get punished in fight sports for making mistakes. Like in that. wrestling, you don't. Yeah. Okay. All right. You get beat, but you don't get punished. punished. No, I. That's I mean, what I was looking for. The punishment is I, what I. <laughs> It's funny, you're talking about, like, leading with the head and that kind of stuff and the punishment you take. Like, my move in wrestling was somebody would shoot a, try to shoot a double or shoot a single on me, and it would be the legal version of a guillotine, which is just kind of a front headlock because you're not allowed to crank the neck or anything in wrestling. Right, and pull them, pull them, well, right. Well, I would hit them with this, which would be the cement, we, they called it the cement mixer, and it would... Flip them onto their back. Like, I won so many fucking matches with that because people thought they could take me down because I was a little taller, a little lankier back then. Right, right. <laughs> little yeah, did no, they I know wouldn't... I had the hip strength. <laughs> I wasn't a wrestler like that. Chris got me. Yeah. Chris got me the first time he wrestled, but he was a wrestler. Yeah. I'll give him that. He wrestled and all that. He wrestled with a broken collarbone. I think he lost that match, but... He listen. I give I give Chris P's on that. Wrestling wasn't my thing. No, I get it. Well, if I'm I getting only... close enough to, if you're close enough to me to wrestle, then I'm on some jujitsu shit. I, where's your neck? Where's your arm? Where are you? But I'm not going to wrestle. I'm not going to pin you. No, but I will say, the rare occasion I got into something, if I was I was closing quarters because I I. To be frank, like, I can't take a punch. Um, not in my jaw, anyways. So, giving up my secrets. And that was... Don't do that. 15 years ago. Well, but the Have thing you been is, knocked out before? Not knocked out, but I've been close. Like, I've been... I've been wobbled, wobbled, right? yeah. But that's also why, like, if I get into a situation like that, I'm closing quarters and I'm putting you on your back. Like, right, right. I am using my assets. Of, right. I'm a double leg your ass, and I'm gonna slam you into the pavement or whatever it is. To if nothing else, knock the wind out of you and make you think about your next decision. Right. <laughs> and if if it, if I'm trying to actually inflict damage, your head's cracking off as well. Like because if I get in close quarters, I can pick up a 400 pound person if I have to. I'll risk that. You just better not shoot in close enough for me to grab neck. No. Because if you can, if I get neck 
and you slam me, I'll take the head bounce off down the pavement. Yeah. <laughs> but I'm not letting on. go in your sleep. Night, night. <laughs> you're sleep because you just locked it in when you slammed me. Right, right. I'm probably, yeah. I hear right. But you know, I'm that's I'm the exact opposite. I don't want you to touch me. Yeah. If I was fighting you right now, I'm moving. You're not touching me. All right. Hey, we gotta go ahead and take a break here, and we will be back in probably five. All right. He says that now. Right. It's probably ten. We'll see. I'll cut it out at the. <laughs> right. But for all of our fans that joined us this week, thank you. It's nice to see the chat alive and well after the last couple of weeks with issues on streaming. So we'll see you here in a minute. Yo, yo, welcome back. Yo, 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 welcome back to People's <laughs> Green. As always, I'm your host, Michael Reggie. <laughs> Thank you, sir. And I am, uh, that be me. That be me, <laughs> I'm sure we lost all of our viewers, but it's all right. Um, How long was that? Uh, break? I mean, it only seems like it was like four minutes, five minutes. Wasn't that long? I think so. I just used the bathroom and uh, ordered some food. There you go. I understand. I understand. I understand. It wasn't that long. Where were we at, though? I mean, we were getting into a little bit on the uh, fight sports, combat sports definition. Um, I actually don't know how much more we had left. So, I don't know what, like, I don't know that that conversation needed anything else, but... Right. No, I don't think it did, but this is the best part of the show. This is where we try to, like, fill the last half hour with random shit. Yeah, this, is, <laughs> this, is, this is back against the ropes part of the show. This is when the good shit comes out. That's true. <laughs> good shit. Let me think. What are you thinking? Number one thing that comes to my mind is... Participation trophies. Participation trophies. There's been a lot of there's been a lot of discussion on participation trophies lately. <laughs> I hate it. I hate them. I hate them. And my mom said that that's the American way. Is it? And I feel Is like it white American way. Yeah. <laughs> you know what? You know what? It's funny that you say that because I did leave I a few choice words out of there. But I don't even know if I can agree with that. No, because a very short while ago, this didn't exist. Well, you know, it did exist in certain areas, and yeah. that's where that comes in. <laughs> but 
even when we came up, it wasn't that wasn't a popular thing. No. I remember coaches telling us we don't do participation. Well, yeah, and it like you may get something for participating, like even even like high school because I've coached high school sports forever. Like a pin, we'll a give pin you, for your letter, a pin, or like even if it's just, I mean, it was a piece of paper in a lot of cases. Like here's your certificate of completion. Yeah, you had to earn the <laughs> pin, didn't you? Yeah, the you pin did was have a to letter. Earn the pin. Yeah. And usually, at least where I coached and where I've coached, and even when I was in high school, like it was based on like data. It was based on like you played a certain number of quarters as a varsity player. Oh, really? Or yeah. Now the mm-hmm. nice thing was is that they counted a quarter as like a single play. So if you were on special teams, you probably lettered. Oh no, the letter, yeah, the, but the pin was different. Oh, see, the pin for us was like the second year letter. Like you got the letter no. itself as your first year, and then you'd get like a gold pin or something to stick on your second. No. Letter. Our pin was and that might be true, like for people Depending that didn't on where play. It was, yeah, but our pin was for production as well. If you if you produced so much, I don't yeah. know how they did it because I only played one year for my high school and I got the letter and the pin. Gotcha. By the way, we got blue out in the chat. <laughs> I've been waiting on him. Finally, I've been waiting with. on the good part of the show. Is his comment. Right. Fuck you, Blue. <laughs> Listen. Glad to see you out there, though. Good Fuck shit. that nigga. Nah, that's my nigga. Duh. I'm. Listen. Came a long way to see that motherfucker on the chat. So. <laughs> I've been trying to. Uh, what, what? What's his name from? Uh, I've been trying to Tony Yayo him and hold the phone to the microphone, and it doesn't never pick up. Doesn't well. pick up. No. Mm-mm. <laughs> Well, think Tony Yayo, my nigga. If you got a phone, he can get Zoom. He can dial in whenever he wants. <laughs> Listen, <laughs> I don't know. We don't ain't even uh, getting no trouble. Trouble, trouble. Yep. Oh, I yeah. Yeah. Wait till it's over, over. All right. Fair enough. <laughs> Fair enough. Over, over. <laughs> but um, You're my boy Blue. Yeah. All right. <laughs> <laughs> we need that. <laughs> Well, the first time we get him on the show, I guarantee you I'll have it on the soundboard. Listen, we need that on the board. <laughs> and I'm not even talking about for that motherfucker. Just Will Ferrell <laughs> on the board. We need Will we ro- Ferrell Rotate into Will Ferrell clips. What uh, what what sound bites do we want to pull for Will Ferrell? What was the one from uh, Wedding Crashes? He said, Ma! Me Ma! The meatloaf! <laughs> Fuck! All right. All right. I want that one. I want, I want the Talladega Nights with uh, R.I.P. the Great. Um, what's his name? Green Mile. Oh, um, damn! I can't think of his name. Michael. Michael Clark Duncan. Yeah, where he said, "Don't you wish that evil on the me, me, Ricky Bobby?" <laughs> I want that. I want that on there. Listen, Will Ferrell is just that's that nigga, man. I'll do one. I'll do one. <laughs> Man. He said we're streaking. We're streaking. Bring your <laughs> <a> green hat. <laughs> what did he say? He said, uh, we got we can have any time to go to Taco Bell. <laughs> you can talk about when she picks him up when he's naked in the 
Pretty cold out there, isn't it, Frank? Huh? Listen, <laughs> man, we need Will Ferrell on that bitch. Oh man! But fuck that. Where were we at? He did have like a solid four movies what? <laughs> when we were coming up. What? What do you mean what? A solid four movies, Will Ferrell? Yeah. And I don't like Step Brothers. Yeah, I don't either. But a solid four? Anchorman, old school. Two. Oh, that's you Oh, you're, you're waiting on me. Okay. Hold up. It's not as many as you think. Wait, what? Uh, what about um? And I'm not a Talladega Nights fan either. So Talladega was all right. I did. I did. I didn't think it was his best, but it was all right. It goes in that category with the uh one, the ice skating movie. Uh see, I'll take Talladega over the ice skate, Blades of Glory or whatever. Blades of Glory, that was funny though too. Eh. But eh. hold up, man! Don't play my nigga, Will. Let's see. Blues in the chat with uh, I'm just learning this technology shit. You see, I'm using my whole government name because he's got his full name in the chat. <laughs> Aaron chiming in with Ah Frank. I still quote old school like the nerd I am because old school and Anchorman are about it. Tim saying the other guys. I don't know if I other guys is okay. I like the other guys. Maybe I never. Maybe I never gave it a chance. I'm trying to remember. Is yeah, that the like one with the, Kevin with Mark Hart? Or no, that's the one with Mark Wahlberg. Yeah, right. he said you gotta let me fly, Frank. I'm a peacock. <laughs> I'll have to. I'll have to check that one out again. He said, but he. What did he say? He said, but I'm a shark. I will. I will drag you out into the ocean. And how do you think a lion will, will fare out in the ocean <laughs> with a school of sharks? <laughs> Yeah, man, Will Ferrell, the truth. Stop playing with him. I don't like, uh, I never could finish. I'm going to keep it a buck. I never could finish Get Hard. Yeah. With him and Kevin Hart. I think I've watched that one, and I think that that just furthered my opinion that Will Ferrell has like four good I never. I couldn't watch it all the way through. Blue's out there with Daddy's Home being another one. I didn't like that one either. Where uh, Mark is the... Is he the, both step no? Father. Will Ferrell's his stepdad yeah. and Mark. Mark Wahlberg. Did I watch that all the way through? See, I put Will Smith and Kevin Hart kind of or Will Smith, Will Ferrell and Kevin Hart kind of on the same realm. Like they both have like three or four movies I can tolerate them in the role. And I then, agree with that. And then with Will, I agree Will with Ferrell, with like Kevin. they almost went too heavy. I guess I agree with Will. Yeah, I guess I because can agree I mean, with you. Will Ferrell. What old school and Anchorman did well that I don't know that he had the leeway in some of his other movies. Like he ad libbed eighty percent of the script for those two movies. Or right, right. For those two movies, I also like him more as like the supporting character who just comes in and gives one liners than as like the main character. I do too. I agree with that as well. Anchorman Didn't being like being Elf. the exception. <laughs> Oh, Elf is one I'd put on that on that top four <laughs> for Farrell. Elf? Yeah. No, I don't think I'm giving him Elf. Bye, buddy. Hope you what happened to my dad. guy Vince Vaughn? He's another one that kind of fell off. Honestly, the last thing that I saw him in, he was such a minor character. It was a little weird. Have you ever watched uh, Fighting With My Family? 
No, I haven't. It's about the WWE wrestler Paige. It's basically like her background and like her story. Uh But he's in that movie and he's like a WWE talent scout. And it was a good role for him, but like that's the last thing I remember seeing him in. That was my guy too, man. Him and Wedding Crashers is my shit. (laughs) Every Vince Vaughn movie is my shit. Yeah. Internship. Internship got me through some low times. Him and Owen, that's him and Owen Wilson again, isn't it? Uh huh. Internship was a good, I loved internship. I loved, um, what was the one where the based on the true story about the dude that was a sperm donor that had over like 48 kids oh, and they all got together about, and met up? Yeah, I know what you're talking about, but I can't remember. That was Delivery Man, Delivery gotcha. Man. Yeah, Vince Vaughn, uh, The Breakup, even though I hate watching it. Yeah. That's the one with Jennifer Aniston, right? Mm-hmm. I don't even got a lot of breakups under my belt. I just, I know the feeling, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> and, and it's just like, damn, like as entertaining as the movie is, it's like, fuck though. I think my problem is, is that other than my marriage, I'm usually the one doing the breaking up, so... It's not even about that. Even that is like, it's like... I mean, it still hurts, yeah. Yeah, that whole movie just, it it throws me, right? That's a superstition. Let's round it back. Give me a call back. I won't watch that movie with a new fling. Understandable. Probably a good call. (laughs) I will not watch that movie with it. And I feel like I could, but I feel like if I did, it would have to be at the very beginning of the relationship. You feel what I'm saying? That way, at least a motherfucker will let you know before they get to that point. Yeah. But if you watching it towards the middle to the end, <laughs> that <thinking>. starts <laughs> bringing light bulbs in motherfuckers' head like, hold up. Yeah, I don't think I want to be with your motherfucking ass no that's, more. That's like, you know, letting your significant other go and consistently party with her single friends. <laughs> Listen. And they're all whores. <laughs> no, no it, I, yeah, right. You can finish this statement. They are. All of them are all whores. And it's like, but I'm not. Bitch, you are too. You are. Y'all kick this. Y'all are whores together <laughs> no honestly if that was the case then maybe we'd still be together <laughs> listen well you need to learn who to use it on who to use your superpowers on and who to keep them holstered with right. is all i'm saying oh, it's so- nothing wrong with being a whore i'm not saying that no. at all if i would never be with a woman that didn't have some Whorish tendencies. Right. No, for lack of a better word, you're absolutely correct. correct. I would never be with a woman that didn't. I like the the term. I'm not the innocent girl type. Sex positive. I want you to have a healthy relationship with sex, meaning I want you to be able to talk about it. I want you to be able to enjoy it. Like, right, right, right. If you're not, you're not the one for me, yo. (laughs) Right, 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 right. Continue the conversation about sex for three seconds. <laughs> so, 
it's funny because Cliff and I have a question in the uh, the questionnaire that we we came up with a while back, and I've actually found that like having the conversation about sex on the dating apps is a very good indicator as to like their view on sex. So Cliff, I'm, I kind of circle back to the our ten questions that we came up for the dating apps with, and like oh, yeah. the beer question is my intro into like talking about sex on those that kind of conversation because I immediately say, oh, by the way, we did another episode where we compared types of beer to sex acts. Like that's the reason for the question. And if and if they start like shutting down after I talk about, yeah, stouts are the anal of beer. <laughs> <laughs> they are, man. If, if, they, wants- if they start shutting down after that conversation, I'm like, this is not the one for me. Right. <laughs> if you can't laugh about it, Right. If you can't talk about it, if you can't laugh about it, if you can't partake in banter about it, he said I'm not, I'm, banter. I am not the one for you. Well, first of all, if there is even banter about sex, that's a red flag for me. Why, Why? are we bantering about a sex, a sexual act? Like <laughs> that's all right. We're not on the same page. That didn't work for us. That's fine. But I would like to openly speak, and I understand that we may disagree on some things. Well, banter. Banter, we shall not. (laughs) (laughs) See, in my mind, like, banter is, is like, playful discussion about it. Okay. Like, for example, for example, there was one, and I've gone out with this woman. Um, where she was like, she, she, she vehemently disagreed that stouts and porters were the anal of beer. And I'm like, well, what would you say? Well, is the is. Anal of right. beer? I'm up for the, I'm up for the disagreement. Right. But... Right. Well, no. And honestly, she didn't have a good answer to come back with. So, <laughs> but it was a good, you just want to be difficult. That's the red <laughs> That's flag. The red it wasn't flag. that you couldn't venture <laughs> about sex. You just want to be difficult. Right. If you're going to disagree, <laughs> well, help correct me. No, you me tell you the one the one that obviously like at that point I'm like this isn't worth going any further is when I ask the question like what are you wearing thong or boy shorts if you're feeling frisky, and they're like oh I won't answer that that's private I'm like then you're not the one for me bye deuces, <laughs> and I can understand that by by no means am I like you know trying to down anybody that feels real conservative real hee hee. But um, <laughs> you know, not not that he. That's not conservative. No, no, no. I mean, like cover you, you know, cover your mouth when you laugh, type he he. But um, yeah, that's up to you, you know. And there are men out there for you. Yeah. But chances are, if you're on a dating app, you have to be loose. Not loose in sexual. But loosen conversation. Agreed with that. Like, there was one that I got, like, two questions in, and this person was like, I'm bored. I'm like, well, and then she... That's a wrap. Well, yeah. <laughs> exactly. That, 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 that's all, folks. <laughs> and, and she tried to, like, justify it for a second. I'm trying to remember what she said. Like, oh, it was the fucking Ninja Turtles question. She, and that's where she said, I'm bored. And I'm like, about a Ninja Turtles question? She's like, I thought you would stimulate my mind. And I'm like, well, it's actually an archetype question. It's actually based in, like, historical literature around, you know, the jester, the stoic leader, <laughs> the rogue. Like, I tried to flip the conversation, right? 
That I tried to flip accurate. the conversation, right? And then she hits Let me, me with Let me find the, out you got some kind of game in you. And then what she, <laughs> but what she said next was, I don't identify with any of those. And I'm like, that's probably why you're alone. And I closed it. <laughs> you don't got to be like that, though. No, she was being difficult from jump. I was like, fuck this. Yeah, you were looking for a reason. To... Yeah. <laughs> It was a little harsh. It was a little harsh. <laughs> but, like, you're on you an app. You threw phone out on the freeway. <laughs> I did. <laughs> well, That's what you hey, hey, that. hey. You know what this, hey, tell me something. Does this sound like your phone hitting the freeway? <laughs> <laughs> Who would do that? That's a monster. <laughs> I don't know, Cliff. Who, who would do such a thing to pick up someone's cell phone at the mall be driving down the freeway, have that person call them, and then throw it out the window. Well, first of all, that's not my fault, right? <laughs> I did it. I'm the culprit. I did that. First of all, but it's not my fault, right? Because you're dumb. You left your phone <laughs> you left out, it out. And you could have chose to talk to me politely. Oh, see, that's true. I didn't hear the other end of the conversation. <laughs> you think I'm going to just throw your phone out there? <laughs> I've wait, lost wait, a wait. lot of phones, and I've gotten them back because I'll talk to you politely. That's true. But you're dumb. <laughs> I took your phone, though. Right. <laughs> right. You hit that right right time because I did take your phone. Why would I not? You left it right on the edge of the fucking parking garage. I'm going to take it. I'm going to put it in my pocket at least. Right. Just talk to me nice. Just talk to me nice, motherfucker. Next time, don't be a dick about it. Uh, circling See, back to Will Ferrell. Now, let me, and I know he's listening right now. And let me just tell you, you have your stories incorrect. <laughs> That's not where you left her. <laughs> I don't, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know what's and, happening and, in that yeah. conversation. And I bet if the story was told, you would remember it as well. <laughs> yeah, no. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. But you ain't put it in YouTube, motherfucker. Right. You got your stories confused. It wasn't at the store. <laughs> Shit. See, now I wish I knew what story we were talking about. Maybe we could connect on. Yeah, uh, right. Yeah, <laughs> no. Because <laughs> you was definitely there. I mean, it's possible. That's funny. I was around for He's a lot of funny. this shit. <laughs> oh, shit. Knock, knock. Yeah, give me one second. I'll be right back. All right. Yay, this is the show of endless interruptions. <laughs> uh, I wish I had another dating app story to tell. I don't know. They're entertaining. I have a good time with them. The 10 questions is definitely the approach because I think people are like, well, at least this is something different. It's not just a dude asking me if I want to fuck or for my Snapchat. So that's good. And yes, yes, I do. I do remember said individual Mr. Blue. <laughs> he did. He did put it in the chat. <laughs> Did he? Because he's a fucking fool. Yeah, no, you left her at Mike's house. Yeah. 
And she still owe me five dollars. No, just- <laughs> and, and I tried to slow play that one. Because uh- <laughs> he said he was coming back. <laughs> right. <laughs> you a dirty motherfucker, Joe. This is, you know what? These, uh... <laughs> Uh, people, people joke about the fact that I have, you know, that I am, I am my nigga. at potential of having someone locked up in the basement. And I'm like, no, just the ones that get left here. Listen, right? And how many of them was there? Weren't there two? Weren't there two? It wasn't just one. There were two here for like two or three days. Separate instances, but there were a lot of people. <laughs> there were a lot of people in and out of this uh, this studio back then. <laughs> Those were the young wild days. Oh man, forever <laughs> young. I wanna be forever young. Yes. No, I don't wanna live forever. That's some crazy <laughs> shit you say. And now he's asking, "No, did I leave her there? Yes, you did. Yes, you did. <laughs> That's a fact, Jack." That's factual, Jack. <laughs> oh, man. I remembered as soon as I seen the text. That's why I started laughing. I remember coming home from work and being like, huh, still here. <laughs> well, my shit's still here. I guess that's good. <laughs> no, 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 no. You're thinking, but those are, that's not Oh, that's do, am I getting influenced? Yes, okay. yes. That's too separate. There was one with an L and one with a K, if I remember correctly. I don't remember. <laughs> I'm gonna say nothing about it. <laughs> oh shit! That's it, though. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> He said, ha, ha, my bad. I don't remember him. Yeah. <laughs> and you thought I was playing. She stole me five dollars. <laughs> that was the that was the that was the hit at the end of the night. Well, he ain't coming, so can, I need some can I get five dollars to get on? <laughs> yeah, I guess. <laughs> oh man. Well, sir. That nigga's stupid. He's stupid as hell for even <laughs> saying that shit. <laughs> oh, that's that's funny. <laughs> Malk says $5 plus interest. <laughs> Listen, over fucking 20 years? That's about $20. That's all right. Oh, man. Well, sir. It's all right. He still owe me. Uh, no, he don't. No, I lied. I about to say he owe me a uh, uh the Chinese uh the Chinese spot. Hmm. Because we bet on the uh was it the Raiders game? I think it was the Raiders game. Can't remember which one. But he don't. Damn. What you got? I got nothing, man, and we're at about an hour fifty. Right, I thought you was uh, wrapping us up. I, I was, but I, I wasn't sure if you were ready to wrap it up. But if you're ready to wrap it up, let's wrap it up. I don't got shit else. Shit. <laughs> All right. Well, you got anything to take us out? Love everybody. 
till they give you a reason not to. <laughs> Amen. And, and then be. Fuck, I can't remember the name. I don't know, but it's an African name for a lion that means the one who greets with flame. Interesting. Can't think of the name though. All right. Tune in next week. Tune in next week. We'll look it up. <laughs> to be continued. Oh man. Uh oh. Mount Mount calling out that he's got FIFA twenty two is where it's at. Got a free download to play it tonight. Is dope. Hold up, hold up, hold up, hold up, hold up. Yeah, continue. I wanna look that up. What, FIFA twenty two or the lion? <laughs> yeah, the lion. I put Google's. <laughs> With an S. You gotta Googles it. Plural. I had a plural. <laughs> the multiple Googles. Ask the Googles. <laughs> right. Nah, I mean, the FIFA games are good. I'm not a huge soccer fan, but... Natuan Dumela. Say it again. Natuan Dumela. The one who Dumela. greets with fire. All right. And it was it was basic. The story is about a lion who I think uh, a pack of hyenas killed uh, a woman in his pride. And he went out <clears throat> and hunted the hyenas down the following morning. I don't think he got them all, but he killed a lot of the hyenas. So they was basically they called him Natuan Dumela because he greeted everybody he came across with fire type shit. All right. I might have to get a, a tattoo with a lion with flames as his mane and put Natuan Demela above it. I like the art concept. I don't know that you need the words, but. <laughs> Gotta have the words. Right. Otherwise, nobody's going to know what it means. And if I mean, you do still, know what it means. still not going to know what it means. But... And if you do know what it means, <laughs> you know not to greet me crazy. Are we going to get the, uh, when are we getting our MBK tattoos? I've been waiting. All right. I'm not quite jonesing yet, but it's, it'll be... Honestly, let me tell you what it feels like. It feels like that would be a good, like, celebration after this fucking project goes in this summer. So, <laughs> stack your money. <laughs> well, it depends on how much I make from that project. <laughs> <laughs> hey, if I get a spot bonus, if I get a spot bonus for it, I'll cover us both. <laughs> Listen... Well, uh, what can I do to help? <laughs> All right, man. Well, do us a favor. Like, share, subscribe. Uh, I am trying to get us so that we can live stream on TikTok. So when we get that figured out, we'll, we'll have a new, a, new, uh, a new station over at Foolproof Net. Listen, then China going to be watching this like That's a right. Hall. That's access to 6 billion or 1 billion people. Uh, <laughs> they ain't gonna watch that shit. They gonna have us blocked. They gonna be like, these ain't motherfuckers blocked. <laughs> shit, we're probably blocked here. Anyways. Could be, listen. Like, like share, subscribe. Views. All that good shit. <laughs> I got nothing. Peace out, fools. <laughs> all that.